0: Welcome back to another edition of Getting to Know Gray 17. We are here with another first one. It's our baby Babylon 5 newbie. You're Welcome for that new nickname, Andrew. Welcome, mm-hmm. Andrew. Uh, and go ahead and please introduce
1: yourself. All right. Uh, hi, I'm Andrew. Uh I'm also known around here as a film boy and I guess baby Babylon 5, whatever you just said. Um, and... Yeah, I'd go further, but we have questions.
0: We do. We do. All right. Uh, well, let's just jump right into good old Gray 17 then. So why don't you walk us through about how you heard about the pod and what made you want to join it?
1: Yeah, so uh, uh, my mom knows Scott from when she, when he was on uh, the school board uh, for Springfield Public Schools. Uh, and she's still uh, Facebook friends with him and So she saw his post about uh, wanting a host. That was like a mix of people who have seen Babylon five and people who have not, Uh, I have not seen the show. And she told me about it. And so I thought I I was interested in it. So I messaged Scott myself and uh, yeah, here we are. Here I am. So you hadn't heard about
0: it before. Now, again, being film boy, what drew you to Babylon five, just a love of sci-fi or anything in particular? What about Babylon five? major
1: uh, made you want to join. Oh well uh, yeah, I'm a fan of sci-fi. Uh big into uh Star Trek uh just the original series I'm uh trying to work through uh the next generation right now. Uh I I have heard of Babylon Five uh, mostly just as the butt end of a few uh uh jokes on the Big Bang Theory. Uh, and, but yeah, I just thought It'd be a fun show to get into and like now have under my belt of things that I've seen.
0: Listen, don't sell yourself short, okay? You're also a fan of another sci-fi series that I'm also a fan of. It's called Star Wars, and I will also ride on that hill. Star Wars is sci-fi. Get over it.
1: In some some ways, yeah. (laughs) All
0: right. Uh, Well, let's walk us through. The other thing I ask everybody is, how do you know the rest of the hosts? So you gave us your connection to Scott. How do you know everybody else?
1: I don't before the podcast i had no idea who any of you were (laughs) (laughs) all
0: right well let's check in what do you think of people now spill the tea they're not here you can say whatever you want
1: Yeah, they could be watching uh uh no i don't really like i like you all (laughs) all right that's about it
0: (laughs) boring answer all right no that's fine um so what do you do for work andrew
1: uh well uh Right now, I'm a shift supervisor for uh, Papa Murphy's, uh, but kind of trying to get out of that. uh, I'm actively looking for other employment. So, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, that answer changes soon. Might be getting a new job soon. Who knows?
0: All right. You heard it here, folks. If you're hiring, if you're looking for a good young lad who's willing to put in the work, loves Kubrick and Star Wars, Star Trek, only the original series, and can make a mean pizza pie, not his first choice, uh, hit up Andrew. Mm-hmm. Feel free to, to email us at gray 17 Podcast at gmail.com. Um, okay, so when you're not slinging pies, which, by the way, I used to manage a little Caesar's, so I have uh, familiar mm-hmm. knowledge with working with pizzas. It has its pros and its cons. Uh, right. what is your, before we move on, what's your level of I'm sick of eating Papa Murphy's pizza are you at right now?
1: I mean, like I do get a significant discount, like with my position there, but no, I, I don't actually get it as often as uh, people might think. Maybe once every two weeks or so. Are you not getting the five finger discount? What's
0: going on? That's the whole point. People who work in food, listen, let me just say this right now. As someone who has worked at many different levels and many different, basically, fast food restaurants, the only perk, the only benefit of working there is eating for free. In fact, my very first apartment, when I moved out, I basically subsisted on just a Little Caesars and, and whatever fast food joint I was working on. So if you're not taking full advantage, Andrew, please start eating a bunch of Papa Murphy's pizza. And if not, give me a bunch of Papa Murphy's pizza because, you know, I'm also tired of paying for groceries, so... Um, so when you're not slinging pies, Andrew, and you're not, uh, on the message boards talking about Stanley being the greatest director that's ever lived, what else do you like to do for fun?
1: Oh, uh, well, uh, yeah, aside from being known as film boy, I do have a variety of interests. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, pro wrestling. I watch all, pr- pretty much, uh, mostly just, uh, AEW, of course, WWE, uh, and occasionally ring of honor. I haven't really had time for that yet. But uh, yeah, uh, that I'm a huge uh, comic book nerd. Uh, favorite series is uh, Spawn. Oh, Andrew! Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. A lot of people are always surprised by that and answered by that. <laughs> but,
0: how have we never talked about this? Do you see this right here? The point: these are all Spawn compendiums, right? So,
1: oh, okay, I see it now.
0: And then I don't know if you can see here above me. This is a Gunslinger Spawn issue. I have I have every issue in the run, Andrew. How have we never talked about this before?
1: I actually have right here. Oh, it's a little hard with the blur, but oh, uh, I... Spawn Issue One, signed by Todd
0: Andrew. I also have a number one signed by Todd. I don't want to throw it in your face. I'm going to since you busted out. I saw it was a nine six. I have a nine eight. It's all mm-hmm. the set. But uh, how have we not talked about this before? It's incredible. Are you follow, are you reading all the other series? Are you reading Gunslinger, Scorched? Are you reading all the other ones?
1: Uh, yeah, King's
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, we're going we're to circle back to this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, do you karaoke at all?
1: Uh, I do not.
0: See, I kind of <laughs> wish, so you're, you're a little more reserved. You little quieter. Mm-hmm. I really, really was hoping when I asked this question, you were going to say, you know what? It's my favorite thing to do. And I, I, you know, highlight every weekend down at whatever. And I karaoke and here's my go-to jams. Um, however, since you have gone the route, I think most of us would have assumed I still have to guess that when you're either alone or in the shower or not alone in the shower, whatever, what song are you jamming to the
1: most? I will not confirm or deny that, but uh, uh like this might sound like a weird answer, but uh, Mrs. Robinson by Simon and Garfunkel. Mrs. Robinson by Simon and Garfunkel. That
0: was a fantastic. I mean, it's a great song. Uh, uh-huh. It's not... Not maybe what I would have pegged you with, but having said that, uh, as we get closer to the end of the first series of getting to know Grace 17, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. My wholehearted goal is to try to get us all together to go karaoke. And I'm going to hold each one of you to the songs you have listed. So now when we go, I'm going to try to subtly force you to sing Mrs. Robinson in front of everyone
2: at a karaoke bar. All
1: right, well, you're paying for the drinks.
0: That's fine. It's on me and maybe Papa Murphy. Okay. Do you have pets, Andrew?
1: I do. Yep. I have a one dog, one dog. All right. And what kind of dog is it? Uh, He's a pug chihuahua mix with maybe a little bit of beagle. We're not sure. First of all, I love pugs. Hate chihuahuas. It's a funny mix. Um, I had a
0: pug growing up. I am looking to get a pug again to be best friends with my golden retriever um it hasn't happened yet now having said that so your pup if he <laughs> could talk what do you think he might say about you mr spawn loving andrew um
1: give me food like i i but that he, he really is like i know that's what probably what everyone else has said already but no like my, my dog is pretty much that's his number one priority most of the time is he a hefty fella <laughs> oh no no he's uh or he might be a little overweight. I'm actually not sure when the last time we got him checked, but.
0: That's all right. We don't body shame on this pod. Mm-hmm. It's fine. He, <laughs> you as he wants to we give him all the sausages and treats and snacks. Uh-oh, I said treats. My dog perked up. Um, okay. So I've asked this question to others. Now, you, however, being the film buff that you are, uh, I'm mm-hmm. going to ask this and tweak it a little bit. So I'm going to get a little more in depth. So let's say Andrew is getting his biopic. Two things. Would you want to direct your own biopic?
2: Maybe not
1: direct, but I would want to be creatively involved, at least.
0: Is that because you want it to be
1: authentic or because you want to take some creative liberties?
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. What genre is your autobiography in? Is it just a regular bio movie or what, what are we working with?
1: Probably just the the standard biopic. Okay. Some drama, some comedy. Oh, some drama and some comedy. All right.
0: All right. I like it. Uh, Okay. So what actor is playing Andrew on screen or in a performance for the Oscars are you playing
1: yourself? Uh, No, uh, Jason Mewes.
0: Jason Mewes? Are you, do you have to, is Kevin Smith have to be involved? Do you have a, please tell me you have a hefty bearded, long-haired sidekick.
1: I do have a long-haired sidekick, but his his beard's a little patchy. But sure, yeah, Kevin Smith can play him. okay, listen.
0: First of all, I need you to step up that game. I need you have to get a silent pop. Now, I would volunteer myself as a hefty bearded man. I just need to grow out the hair. And I think the problem is gonna be the silent part, but we can work it. We can work on it. So all right. So if you're not directing, but you're creatively involved, and good old Jay is up there on the screen playing you. Now, you're, again, a big director guy. Who is helming this thing?
2: Um, I feel like, uh, I'm trying
1: to think now, like, like some good directors of biopics.
0: It doesn't have to be just a biopic. You be whoever you want. Who Who's your – I mean, we, we okay. know you're the love Kubrick, but he's not coming back from the dead to direct your movie. Right. Who's Unfortunately.
1: next? Um, Tarantino's probably long retired by then, but uh, I would love for, for Tarantino to direct it. Tarantino,
0: you're going to be his 11th movie because he's got the 10th coming out, right? He already announced, I think. So you're going to be his 11th movie. What's the name of Andrew's yeah. bio? I'll
1: leave that up to him to decide. Straight busting. <laughs> yep, straight busting. <laughs> the Andrew Thannen story.
0: <laughs> so uh, for those of it's a little bit of an inside joke. So Andrew is uh, far and away the youngest cast member we have. And we like to rib him uh, mercilessly about everything, but specifically being young and uh, how out of sync we all are with today's vernacular for the kids uh, and apparently I've come to learn that straight bussing is means good it's like oh that's awesome and mm-hmm. so uh, we like to throw those those uh, comments back at Andrew all the time in fact I almost thought about making you do this entire interview just in Gen Z speak but I thought I, I'm not gonna be able to understand all of your
1: answers and I need <laughs> to, keep, to keep moving so um so speaking to of- make it clear I'm I want to make it clear I do not speak like that in my everyday vernacular <laughs> It's the only I message just want to had. make a thing.
0: it's the only way he talks this is him trying to church it up he only talks straight gen Z it's in it's incredible um but speaking of talking Andrews and and since we're in an interview here um what's one question that you wish people would ask you more?
1: Uh, what are you currently working on like like filmmaking like, I don't really get asked that as much as I would like.
0: Okay well, if you've seen these or you've See what's coming.
2: Uh, Andrew, what are you currently working on?
1: Yeah, uh, well, right now, uh, I'm uh, in the very early stages of uh, working on my own analog horror series, which is uh, like I've kind of a uh, yeah, what's the word uh, uh, like rising in popularity, uh, like horror genre on uh, but mainly on YouTube, uh, but it's uh, telling a story like in the form of uh. Like lost VHS tapes and uh, like audio recordings and uh c- kind of it's kind of like a sub genre of found footage but uh yeah like I'm I really love that uh, style of storytelling there's so many good ones to choose from out there and so I want to give uh, try my hand in that.
0: Were you alive when
2: the Blair Witch Project came out?
1: Uh. Uh. A year at the most. I, I was a year old. Do You remember
0: that movie at all? No,
1: not okay. yet. I ha- I have seen it though, but, okay. and it's very good.
0: So would that would that be considered found footage, or that would be considered analog? More of what you're talking about?
1: That's found footage. Uh, analog horror is more like a like a like random VHS like recordings of like news broadcasts and things like that. Okay.
0: So can we expect to see these on YouTube anytime soon?
1: I don't know about soon, but eventually, yes. All right.
0: So be on the lookouts in all of our socials and, and on this page for Andrew's Analog Horror coming soon, TBD. Okay. So if you wish people were
1: asking you what you're
0: working on more, what do you wish people would ask you less?
1: Um... There's not really many questions that uh, I I wish people would ask me less. Uh, I don't really get asked these kinds of questions anymore, Uh, but like those really asinine, uh, uh, like icebreaker questions that people ask you at like church youth group, like, oh, if you were an ice cream flavor, what would you be? And I I hate those kinds of questions.
0: (laughs) Okay skip the next question and I think um, if you were an ice cream no not that one if uh okay uh, so what's something you dislike that most people
2: seem to actually enjoy uh
1: fast and the furious
0: uh, I could not agree with you more uh, so I saw the first movie in theaters when it came out uh, at the time, it was awesome. I was like, "Wow, that's really cool," and it was really grounded and, and whatever. I just saw the trailer for the last one at the Super Bowl,
1: and yeah, they're, they're, yeah literally in space now.
0: It's insane. It's insanity. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand it. I've never gotten into it. I don't, but I also should say, you know, talking about films, um, I didn't really get into action movies like that. Like I don't, I don't particularly enjoy just. I don't know, shoot them up, bang, like the popcorn traditional kind of action movies. I never really got into that. So probably also explains why I don't like that movie or that franchise, but Uh, all right. Well, how about something vice versa? Now, obviously there are quite a few Kubrick haters on our show. I'm not one of mine, I enjoy most of his movies, Uh, but what's something that you like that most people dislike? Also, let me say too, most people don't dislike Stanley Kubrick. Most people generally regard him as a a, a very (laughs) prolific and gifted Mm -hmm. fit. So don't listen to Scott and Blake. Just do your
1: own thing. He's not even my favorite director, honestly.
2: <laughs> well, what's something um, like that most people don't? Uh, a lot of those,
1: uh, well, I guess since we're still talking about movies, um, uh, a lot of those like mid-2000s superhero movies, like specifically like Angley's Hulk movie from 2003. I actually really do like that movie. Uh, part of it is because I maybe because I grew up on it, but I, I do think there are things in that movie to enjoy.
0: Did you? So are you also talking about like the original the Fantastic Four movies with Jessica Alba and Chris Evans?
1: Yeah, I I, I do enjoy those. <laughs> They're not good, but okay. I, so obviously, I'm a fan of uh. Comic book
0: publisher in the movies. Uh, I those are even when they came out, man. Those were those are pretty tough to watch. Wow. I, I will. <laughs> say <that>. Pretty bad, <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> and now that we've got an overabundance of superhero movies, it's really hard to. I'll tell you, it's 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 hard to go back. I enjoyed the X Men movies when they first came out. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they were, I was like, oh my god, the X Men are one of my favorite you know groups and, and it was some of the individual characters. So I was super pumped when they came out. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. And now where we've come going back and watching them it's, it's it's a tall order i would say <laughs> yeah. all right so you're a very creative person which is awesome now are you a reader
1: outside um, of occasionally occasionally yeah because yeah, i do include
0: comic books because i feel like a lot of mm. people don't because they get a little hoity-toity and they're like oh unless it's a novel blah blah blah. And I go, you're missing an amazing no, of storytelling if you're just ignoring comic books uh, <laughs> anyways okay so if you're a reader do you think you would be a writer
2: is that something you're interested in doing um
1: probably not uh uh, i'm not i'm not like because like like writing a screenplay and writing a book are like two completely different things sure like the the book you you have to like uh describe everything whereas like with a a screenplay you you just kind of got to get like the the main points across uh and then everything else it's all up to the director uh set design cinematographer you got a bunch of people working on like like trying to tell one story whereas if you're writing a book it's pretty much all on you so uh yeah that's that's i'm not i have no interest in writing a book
0: okay so scratch the book
2: screenplay yay or nay Mm
1: mm-hmm screenplay probably um if uh i would like to uh maybe do uh something on the death of rasputin okay like some form of i guess you could consider it alternate history
0: all right i'm into it i'm into it did you um did you see what was it the latest kingsman movie a few years ago i think Uh,
1: not not yet the the Kingsman. i haven't seen it yet they had respite in that one yeah uh, i knew that i and... didn't interesting take on the character as well um okay so
0: uh look forward to your movie as well in the horror genre or you're just gonna do alternate history like straight lace with respite or is he gonna be some crazy over-the-top
1: murderous awesomeness uh preferably like historically accurate to like how he was described uh but I don't know, probably like a supernatural horror edge to it. I like it. I like it. All right, Andrew, listen, your life is awesome, as is.
0: Again, Baby Babylon 5, slinging pies at Papa Murphy's. However, I'm going to give you a, a little chance of a lifetime here. Let's say you get to switch places with any one person, either current or in the past. For just one day, though, who are you picking and why?
1: Lyndon B. Johnson on the day JFK was assassinated.
0: Okay, a couple things about that. First of all, you had it ready at the gun, and it was such a specific, clear answer. I've thought about
1: that one. Uh, Well, walk us through, man. Walk us through. Why? Well, because if you really sit down and look at all the evidence, JFK's assassination was clearly an inside job. Uh, So I would like to switch places with LBJ Uh, like just to find out for sure if it was.
0: I wish you would have told me I could have brought my foil tinfoil hat. I wish I'd have known this is, I wish I'd have known that was your answer. I would have come far more prepared. I feel like a terrible interviewer. Now this is going to be such a missed opportunity, but don't think when series two comes around and we re-interview people that we're not bringing this back up inside job. You heard it here first folks. Well, I shouldn't really say first, but uh, you heard it here from (laughs) Andrew from gray 17 zone. It was an inside jab, and he's going back as LBJ to, uh, to get the deets. Uh, all right, Andrew, let's swing it back to a little bit of gray 17. This has been fun, but tell us so far. So we're wrapping up season two uh, as, as we record this, tell me so far, what's your favorite memory of gray 17? It can be an episode. We watched an episode we recorded interact anything gray 17 related. What's your favorite
1: memory so far? Well, I don't want to be a broken record, but definitely the, the Peter Jurassic interview. Okay, I mean, most people have
0: said it. I obviously agree. It was a fantastic interview. It was amazing. Again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I only wish I we could have waited or hopefully he comes back after we get through some more episodes because now there's so much more to talk about. Mm-hmm. But let me get then. So why was that your favorite? Or, or tell us a little bit more about what you enjoyed uh, from it the most.
1: Uh, well, uh, like as much as I enjoyed uh, getting to meet and talk to Claudia Christian, which is like our other big interview that we've done. Uh, like, I, I feel like uh, by the time we interviewed Peter Jerzyk, uh, we all kind of uh, like really found our footing much more uh, like with like like our chemistry and like how we work together as a group. And uh, to, to me, like just uh, relatively speaking, the uh, Peter interview was just a lot more fun.
0: It was a good time. It was a good time for sure. Okay, so if you enjoyed that, knowing we've got I think still two actual years, physical years, and three seasons left, what are you looking forward to the most about Gray Seventeen or anything related to it?
1: Oh, as far as uh, the show itself goes, I just want to see like how everything like wraps up and comes to a close. Um, as far as our like our show, like the podcast goes, uh, I know I'm not the first person to say this, but I don't think any of us really expected the show to be where it is now Uh, What back when we first started this uh, coming up on a year ago, give or take. Uh, So really, I'm just uh, like, I didn't even think we would be already meeting two of the major cast members. Uh, But at this point, I'm just uh, excited to see uh, where else, what else we do. I know we've talked about conventions and maybe getting Bruce Boxleitner, who knows, but. Well, now that
2: you're internet famous, what are you going to use it for? Good or evil, Andrew? Good. Well, it took you a long time to get there.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, I thought that was a softball. Um, so everyone prepare yourselves for the, uh, e! true Hollywood story, Andrew baby Babylon five behind the music when he inevitably crashes and, and, uh, and goes crazy. I'm excited for it. But uh, all right, Andrew. So what we like to do here is we like to wrap it up. The last thing we do is I ask you to give me two truths and a lie, not necessarily in that order in any order you like. Um, and then for those of you watching, if you haven't seen it before, uh, go ahead and post your comments below of what you think Andrew's lie is. And then about a week or two after this airs, Andrew will come on and let you know what's the lie. So Andrew, whenever you're ready, give me two truths
1: and a lie. All right. So, uh, I once uh, bumped into WWE Hall of Famer Jerry Lawler at a local baseball game. uh, Twice, Um, I once took an indie wrestler up on his offer to be put through a table. Um, And one time, I uh, we decided to go sledding with my cousins and. The snow had been completely iced over and uh, I almost killed them by letting them go too early.
0: Okay. So to recap, Andrew almost murdered his cousins. He allowed himself to be thrown through a table. Thanks to an uh, independent wrestler that uh, he called out and he bumped into Jerry, the King Lawler twice at a local baseball game. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, folks, whichever one you think is the lie. Post in the comments below. Andrew, I meant to ask you, since you did mention wrestling and you brought it up again, your two truths a lie. So I'm an old wrestling mm-hmm. fan. I have stopped watching since. I feel like most dudes get into a wrestling phase anywhere from like eight to like 16, 17. Some of them carried on, some of them don't. I, but I feel like everyone goes through a phase. Now, when mm-hmm. I was going through, it was the height of the Monday Night Wars. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. WCW, my my favorite. Were you a fan of
2: WCW?
1: Uh, I wasn't watching. Okay, so I was. I'm actually relatively recent to getting into WWE or in, in wrestling in general. Uh, I started watching about a couple years ago. Okay. Uh, so but I I am aware of the Monday Night Wars and WCW and ECW. All those. Have you gone back and watched any? So I will say this,
0: Peacock's got the WWE uh, library now. They've got all that old stuff on it. They've got the old matches. They've got uh, the old uh, pay-per-views. They've got a bunch of the movies. Have you watched, have you checked any of that out?
1: Uh, Not yet. I'm still trying to figure out like what order I should watch them in. Because I know a lot of those kind of tend to intersect. And like, even now you got like Raw and SmackDown and they like tend to uh what's the word crossover
0: okay i'm gonna give you some stuff that i think you should watch just in general um mm-hmm. and uh and then when you catch up we can talk about the good old days uh the last thing it wasn't on here but since we're talking wrestling who's your favorite wrestler either current or all-time
1: current uh well if we're talking about uh like aew anyway. uh, just that okay so all-time favorite um Probably either Chris Datlander or uh, Dan Housen. I don't know really? if you're aware of Danhausen. Uh, I'm
0: not. Um, but I like the fact, I respect the fact that he didn't go like super big name. You know what I mean? Uh, like, uh, I don't know, Roman Reigns, current guy, or Daniel Bryan, or drop back. I and hate, I hate Roman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this thing was always my favorite. But again, I don't know. Although he was AEW for a while, wasn't he? He still is, yeah. Um, So go back and check out his WCW stuff, his glory days, when he was the Croft. I do plan on it. (laughs) Or even before that, when he was uh, tag team partners with the Ultimate Warrior. Great times, great time. Mm-hmm. Okay, well let's 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 wrap this up. Usually, the two truths is is the end. We went a little extra with the wrestling, which I'm not mad at. It. Um, but uh, so I appreciate you coming on. It was great uh, allowing uh, the rest of our fans to get to hear you, get to know you a little bit better. It was also a joy talking to you. Uh, before we go though, it's your chance with the mic. Anything you want to say? Any ending thoughts? Anything you want to scream out? Now's your chance. Mic's yours.
1: Um, I don't really have anything real uh to say uh. Uh, if I'm allowed to self promote, I do have my own uh, YouTube channel. Feel free to check it out. It's just my name. Just they can find it at is it like
0: at Andrew
1: Thannon? Like how, I mean, shout it out, man. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I, you should just be able to search my name on YouTube and it should come up. But all right,
0: well you see it right there, Andrew Thanon, right at the bottom. You can see his name. It's uh, there's <laughs> the
1: it's it's spelled out right here.
0: All right. Anything else? Any other less shout outs? Any swipes you want to take at the at a co-host? Anybody? I mean, this is this is your chance, man. My all yours. People step on you all the time. This is your solo shot with the mic.
1: Uh, Scott and Blake, you are 100 percent wrong about Kubrick. Uh, and a uh, shout out to my number one fan in over in Norway, uh, who explicitly said I was his number one fan in his review.
0: See, there you go. Look at that. There you go. Uh, all right, Andrew, we I appreciate you coming on. Uh, everyone watching, I appreciate you guys watching. Uh, we've got one more. I I haven't. By time this airs, you will have seen everyone except. Or, uh Scott should be the last one. He should be the next episode. So uh, we appreciate you watching these. Um, as always, we're part of the Gray 17 network here. So our flagship show, Gray 17, a Babylon 5 podcast is where you hopefully know us from. Or if you're just catching us, um, feel free to, to head there and, and watch all of the episodes currently available. Um, we've got some other content. We've got some Star Trek content on there. We've got some last of Us content. So it's a bunch of good stuff. Uh, Again, we're on all of the socials. So hit the like, subscribe buttons down here on YouTube. Go look for us on Facebook, uh, Patreon, Instagram, all of it. I think we're on TikTok now, I heard. I don't know how that's going to work, but okay. Um, Otherwise, again, thank you so much for watching. Uh, I have been John and with me has been Andrew. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody.